Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Diglett. Yeah! Page is there. One particular page I want to call your attention to is called 
domestic violence. It is your business right there on Facebook. You can find us there. And so I want you to participate, be a part of this. Call a friend, call a neighbor, and let them know that hope and healing is on the airway tonight. And tonight is open line, but yet it's still there's so much to talk about. So much to talk about, and especially, unfortunately, with recent tragedies that are happening not only throughout our country, but I don't have to go any further to my own front yard tonight. As in the last 48 hours in Palm Beach County and the surrounding area, we have had about three domestic violence homicides that have ended tragically, uh, and it all has involved young women in their 20s, young women who oftentimes or trying to leave a relationship that thinks that it's over only to find out that it's not over because of the fact that the individual have made up in their mind that it's not over until they say it's over. Therefore, putting the individual at uh, terror and have them very much worried about their lives. And so I want to bring this to your attention because it is so, so very important. It is so very, very important that we begin to address the subject matter, that we break the silence, and we begin to address these issues that are so that are so pertinent today in our society. So I want you to know that I want you to be a part. This is an open mic tonight, and that means that we're inviting all the calls. We invite all the individuals. We invite your comment. We invite your, your participation, and we want you to be a part of what's happening right here right here on Hope and Healing, Our Journey to Wholeness. Now, there's so much I want to say tonight, and there's so much I am going to say tonight that uh, that I really need you to pay very close attention to. Because tonight we're dealing with a subject matter that goes beyond ourselves. We're dealing with a subject matter that goes beyond uh, just what we're going through. This is something that involves each and every individual. Not a one of us are exempted from this. Not a one of us are, are exempted from this type of peril happening in our lives or around the corner with someone that we know. And I want to just make sure that as we have this conversation that we understand that this subject matter is one that affects people from every, and I do want to say that again, from every walk of life. There's no one that is exempted from this. This is affecting people from every walk of life, people Regardless of their social class, regardless of where they come from, it is a tremendous time. Uh, it's, a, it's a tremendous time to begin to open up and let's have a real serious dialogue about the subject matter. This is something that is not going to go away. This is something that must be addressed. This is something that we can at least afford to be silent about. Uh, you know, and, and let's look at how it affects uh, um so many of us, how it affects children, how it affects families, how it affects community, uh, and how it affects so many relationships. Uh, and so when we look at the subject matter, we have to be willing uh, to address so many things that has been kept up under the rug for so long. And so we have to look at uh, the things uh that are happening in our community, that's happening in our society, that is affecting so many people around us. This is what we must bring voice to, and we must begin to bring a voice to that in a great way. Listen, we're just getting into the broadcast, but I want to go straight to a commercial break, and after we come out of this commercial break, folks, we're going to open up the lines, area code 323-784-9638, and we're going to have a very serious dialogue tonight 
about uh, the rash of violence that we're seeing happening and what each and every one of us must be able to do and must be willing to do if we're going to see things stop. If we're going to see things stop, if we're going to see this violence end, it's going to end because of the fact we're willing to put ourselves in the midst of it. Let our voices be heard. Use every resource that we have because it is necessary. And um, and so we have to look at the homicides as well as the other conditions that people uh, that uh, are suffering at the hands of abusive partners. And so we must look at uh, uh, the different thing. And I, I do apologize for saying, oh, we're getting just a little distracted here. But I want you to know the fact that unless we speak out and say something, this only gets worse. Unless we speak out and begin to voice our opinion and voice and sound the alarm, we're only going to see this get, get worse. And when we come back out, out for break, we're going to take the time to uh, very much examine a few cases that have happened as it relates to domestic violence. And um, I want you to know that it is, imper- it is imperative that we have this conversation. It is imperative that we recognize what's going on. It is imperative that we begin to sound the alarm and that we raise this awareness that must be raised. Listen, no longer can we do this in silence. No longer can we just pretend that nothing is happening. It is time now that we speak this, that we speak up and that we speak out, that this abuse must end, and it must end not not tomorrow. It has to end today. And that means that we're going to have to be willing to speak the truth. We're going to have to be willing to uh, really commit to a better life, a better world. Our children deserve it. We deserve it. They do not deserve to live in a household, in a world such as this. So you listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin. I'll be with you right after the break. If you're listening on the internet, you're probably looking at a series of advertisements all over your screen. Please click one of them because when you click one of those advertisements, you're helping us to bring you the best in soulful talk radio right here on SOAR. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the soul of America Radio. The following is an actual 911 call made by a child witnessing parental domestic violence. Jackie, 
Open Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And welcome back to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin. I'm so very glad that you've joined us right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. From coast to coast, you hear us right here on this network every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m., Eastern Time, that is 8 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock in the Mountain Time Zone, 6 o'clock in the Pacific, and no matter where you are on the globe, this is how you reach us. And we're always very glad to bring you empowerment, to bring you education, to bring you enlightenment. Because what we believe is that at the end of all pain, <clears throat> hurt, and abuse, there is always a journey to healing. And we're trying to get you to a place of healing. And the place of healing comes oftentimes through understanding your power to triumph, to understand that, that this situation does not have to be permanent, and that if you're willing to stand up and to go forth, that things can change, and things can change readily, and things can change rapidly, and things can change for the good. And that is really what our message is inside of this. We are dealing with so much here. For those of you, if this is your first time listening to our show, we also want you to know that you can find our app. You can download our app to your mobile phone, your smartphone. If you're on i, if you're with uh, the i, uh, iPhone, whatever, you can go to your Apple Store and download the Soul of America Radio app. Same thing if you're with any other Android phone, whether it be Galaxies or whatever, Samsungs or whatever. Just simply go to your uh, Play Store. Go there, download the app, Soul of America Radio, uh, and you will get it, and it will allow you to be able to listen to every show that has been done on this network. Not only Hope and Healing and Journey to Wholeness, but the Faith Show uh, there, uh, the Tony Stalling Show, as well as some of our other shows that are there. So I want to invite you, and I want you to be a part of that. Take your time to be a part of that. Take your time to really, really engage yourself inside of um, the subject matter that we are addressing that is so pertinent today. Uh, for those of you that are listening, regardless of where you are in the country, I want you to understand something, that we have a responsibility to one another. The question was asked, am I my brother's keeper? Uh, and that answer is a resounding yes. We are our brothers and our sisters' keeper. And, uh, and tonight we are here on the backdrop of so many things happening. We're here on the backdrop of so many painful experiences. We're here on the backdrop of so many people having lost um, family members. Uh, like I said, in the last 48 hours here in the greater South Florida area, we have seen a rash of domestic violence homicide, relationships that have ended in death. Uh, and I'm telling you, 
the signs that we need to continue to teach and begin to convey is the fact um, so often we find ourselves in abusive relationships. We find ourselves in relationships that are more abusive than we even tend to want to admit to. And so oftentimes it doesn't end just because we say that it's over or the victim says that it's over because too often what we find is the fact that the perpetrator then says that it's not because they have determined that it's not over until they say that it's over. The, lo- the danger that looms for an individual that's trying to get out of an abusive relationship, the danger that looms is incredible. And I dare not minimize it, and I challenge you, and I in- implore you not to minimize it. The dynamics, the, 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 the psychological warfare that an individual goes through that are in an abusive relationship is immeasurable. You have to understand it's so immeasurable because of the fact of what we experience and because of the fact that when those individuals are going through this, they're literally trying to survive. They're trying to survive to the next day, oftentimes not making decisions apparently as quick as most of us would want them to, but they're trying to remain safe. They're trying to remain alive. They're trying to do the things that are right so that they, too, can be able to get out and remain alive. Abusive relationships are just that, folks. It is that pattern of behavior that oftentimes this individual has been subject to that has made all the difference in the world. It has, it has framed their way of thinking. It has brought them into a captivity that we cannot even begin to uh, understand. And so we m- must do something about the violence. We must do something about it. We must raise the alarm. We must let the victim know that it's not their fault. We must empower them to understand the fact that they have every right to say no, and they have every right to come out, and that they have every right to be treated with dignity and respect. But when we start talking about abusive, when we start talking about abusive patterns and uh, personality profiles of those that abuse, oftentimes it's hard for people to wrap their mind around it because of the fact they don't want to see that individual uh, differently. The reality that the individual is abusive, uh, oftentimes it's a shock because everyone has their idea of what the image of that person might be. But the person who lives with that individual, the person who has to suffer at the hands of that individual, know right well the impact of this type of abuse. So I just want to say to you that are listening tonight that we want to get into some heart matters here that as it relates to some of the abuse that is happening here. Perhaps you today, you're within just a door or just an earshot of someone that you know that's in an abusive relationship. And the real question is, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? Are you willing to call it out? Are you willing to stand up? Are you willing to speak out? How how close of a matter is this to your heart? Or does it matter? Do, are you able to just go on as if nothing has happened? Are you able to go on as if there's nothing to even converse about? I am telling you, folks, that we have uh, we have a responsibility, both morally and I believe spiritually, to stand up against these perils. When there's abuse going on, there's no way in the world we could be fine. When there's abuse going on, there's no way in the world that we can go on as business as usual because abuse affects everyone. There is simply no excuse. I want to say that again. There's simply no excuse for abuse. When abuse occurs, abuse abuse affects people in a number of ways. I think that's a commercial that is trying to come on, but we'll, we'll get out of that one real quickly. Thank you, Engineer. And so what we have to do is understand that abuse happens to people from every walk of life, and we have a responsibility. I want you to understand, every one of us, 
We have a responsibility to make a difference. We have a responsibility to speak out. We have a responsibility to, uh, to, to really sound that alarm. We have a responsibility. We have a responsibility beyond measure. We have a responsibility, and that responsibility charges us. That responsibility calls us to another level. That responsibility could be the difference between someone living and someone's dying. It could be the difference between a child being motherless or fatherless and a child being able to be reared, uh, you know, by their parent. And so, yes, it is our business when we look at exactly what happened. It is our business when we find ourselves in situations that are unfavorable. It is our business because we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to the next generation. We owe it to our children. We owe it to them because of the fact that abuse, abuse is no one's friend. And it continues to take people out in large numbers. The psychological impact of it, the dynamics that so often cripple people, that put people in positions that you cannot even begin to comprehend. And so we have a responsibility, not only to one another, uh, we have a responsibility to one another, and we have a responsibility to make this thing work. And so when I think about this, I think about this thing from this standpoint here, that somebody, somebody's daughter, somebody's son, his life is in danger because of this issue of domestic violence. Somebody's life is in danger because of this issue of domestic violence. And we have to uh, go to bat for this. We have to become voice, a voice to those that are voiceless. We have to become a voice for those that are afraid. We have to become that, that uh, if you will, that oasis of information because of the fact it is that which we must do to make a difference. We have to do this. If we're not going to make a difference, that means that we're literally standing in the way. We're standing in the way of progress, and that is not the way we want to go. We want to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem. Area code 323 that's how you can reach us. Area code 323 is the number to reach us right here on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. You're listening to Pastor J.R. Thickland, and I'm always glad to be with you each and every Monday night. Each and every Monday night, this is your opportunity. Uh, to make a difference is your opportunity to stand firm. It's your opportunity to recognize the fact that our silence only continues to perpetuate the violence. It is your opportunity to recognize that we are the change agents in the day in the world today. We are the change agents, and I challenge each and every one of us to do that, become the change that we so desire to see in the earth today. With so many things that are happening around us, we have a responsibility. We can no longer just turn our heads from this because it has, it has uh, impacted us. It affects the way our culture even sees itself and how we even see the issue of abuse. So that is what I want you to understand today. I need you today to get on the phone, tell a neighbor, tell a friend, that Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness is on the airway, and we want to continue this dialogue as it relates to the issue of domestic violence. It is so very vitally important that we continue to lift this issue because this issue is so important. It's an issue that is pertinent. It's an issue that must be addressed in the earth today, and it's an issue that I would submit to you that unless we begin to talk about it, Unless we begin to raise awareness about it, unless we begin to uh, enlarge our resources about it, we're going to deal with this in such a way that our young people 
lives as far as relationship will not resemble anything that looks like something healthy. We have a responsibility, my friend. We have a responsibility to make this different. We have a responsibility to speak up and to speak out. We have this responsibility. And I challenge each and every one of us uh, today to go beyond, go beyond, go beyond uh, just well enough, go beyond just the conventional. And you've got to push yourself in a place where it's so, so very, very important that you and I will take the time and, um, and make others aware of how critical this issue is of domestic violence. Eric code 323-784-9638. Eric code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us here um, on the Soul of America Radio Network. This is J.R. Thicklin, and you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. And we will be right back right after these commercial breaks. I'll see you on the other side of the break. <laughs> Via internet, you're probably seeing a series of advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in soulful talk radio. by choice to fellowship on facebook is a spiritual drama-free judgment-free fellowship forum for like minds to share in encouragement through testimonies scriptures music prayer worship and fellowship it is our desire to be an oasis of hope in the midst of the deserts and wilderness of life's most challenging experiences we welcome you for prayer requests as well as your testimonies as we collectively operate as thermostats changing life's experience through God's leading in His Word. Join us as we empower lives and shape destinies. That's Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook. Through a search, you can find us. If you're listening by Internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. I am Indy Harlem too, and I am fighting the power on the Soul of America Radio. Worldwide Coast to Coast Talk Radio. This is the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Soar. And now back to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin.
welcome back to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. You know, in our first 30 minutes of the program, we were just kind of coming in and giving an introduction and making sure that all those of you that are listening for the very first time have an opportunity to become familiar with the platform here. Now, inside of uh, promoting um, Blog Talk Radio, it's not the same as you would be everyday what we call broadcast radio, but these are the things that are important. The things that are important here is our ability to reach those that oftentimes that are unreachable. People can be reached in the very privacy of their own homes, and they can be reached in a manner that is able to empower them with information and knowledge that is so beneficial. Now, I'm going to say this to you. So often, people will take on an issue as long as it's in front of the people. They'll take on an issue that is still popular in the eyes and the ears of the people. There are many people that are good front people, and I call them good front people because of the fact they like to give the appearance that they are really about the issues that concern individuals. But when you talk with them one-on-one or you deal with them individually or you're trying to get them to be part of a cause, oftentimes those are the very individuals that blow you away and they blow you off. And the sad part about it is this, folks. We never know who we know that will be a victim of, that might even currently be a victim of abuse. And when I talk about this, it's not just um, one person. We're talking about we're talking about it could be anyone. It could be a child who's lost their mother or father due to domestic violence. Listen, over the last 48 hours here in the uh, South Florida area, we have witnessed a string of violence relationship, domestic violence homicides that have happened as a result of domestic violence. In the last 48 hours, we're dealing with a young nurse in Vero Beach in that area there being found dead, allegedly killed by her boyfriend. Folks, this is nothing new. In the last uh, 24 hours, we have a young lady uh, killed right here in the heart of West Palm Beach, for those of you that may uh, be familiar with the Florida area, killed young 24-year-old young lady, life taken, leaves behind a baby, leaves behind, if you would, a three-year-old who will not understand what has happened to his mother. Folks, we have a pandemic that is happening around this country, and yet it's still there are people that will skate around the issue, will not become involved, do not see the impact that this has on children psychologically, does not have any clue how it affects them emotionally, how it affects them even physically, their ability to achieve, how it affects their cognitive uh, development. We continue to skate around the issue. And what is amazing to me is that we are a cosmetic generation. We like the things that look good, but we dare not get our hands dirty inside of matters that involve situations like this. No one acts to be abused. No one acts to be uh, killed. No one acts to be mistreated. And yet and still we see it happening all the time. Understand what I'm saying. This is something that, it, that we all have to take a part in. Listen, I want to just read this little headline to you. Watch this. Body of missing nurse found, boyfriend in jail. This is, folks, just happened to, this just happened today, earlier today. A body believed to be the missing nurse was found in her car in Melbourne, and her boyfriend was jailed on a probation violation, police said. Listen, he was jailed on a probation violation, not necessarily because of what he has allegedly done here. So we understand that the fact of here is a young lady, a nurse, 
a person who's dedicated her life to helping others, and her life is taken so violently by someone that she's called and quits with but did not take no for an answer. Listen, there was an old song by Neil Sadaka, and so many other people have redone, have, re, uh, have remade that song. It was called Break It Up Is Hard To Do. Well, in these days and time, breaking up have become a lot harder to do because there are individuals that will not take no for an answer, who will not understand the fact that no does mean no, that I'm out of it, I no longer want to be in it, and so they take matters in their own hand. And because they take matters in their own hands, oftentimes what we find happening is the fact that lives are threatened, lives are hurt, lives are impacted from every from every manner, and yet and still the community doesn't rally until we see a string of these things happening. My question is, why aren't we speaking up How Why aren't we speaking up even louder? Why aren't we really standing up and saying we cannot allow this to happen any longer? Because, in fact, folks, too many times what we continue to do is to push it up under the rug. And as long as it's a hot subject matter, we want to talk about it. When it goes and dies down, we're going about our business. Listen, I need to hear from you tonight. I need your opinion. I need your input. I need your suggestion. What is it that we must do as a community and what we must do as a, as a state, what we must do as individuals to combat, combat these type issues? Is there more education needed, more empowerment needed, needed? Is there more trainings that needs to happen? What is it that needs to happen? Every code 323-784-9638, that's how you reach us. If you'd like to uh, comment, have a question or remark, please hit the number one on your key. Pad that lets our producer know that you want to come on the air. We'll bring you on the air. We want your question and your comment. That is how you reach us here tonight. Now you got to understand this is this is so important because in fact we're seeing so much of this happening, people, all over the place. This is happening. Watch this. I want you to hear another story. Watch this. Woman found dead <laughs> in St. Lucie home. Boyfriend confessed. Listen to what I'm about to say to you. This is a different situation, but yet it's still the same ending. St. Lucie County detectives investigate a murder at the Spanish Lakes Riverfront located at 10 Dock Lane, an unincorporated part of what St. Lucie County. It goes on to say inside the home they found the body of a 56-year-old white female, and then not only that, it says that the woman's boyfriend has confessed to killing her. People we're living in a violent society, and no one seems to take it seriously enough. We're so busy about everything else that we're forgetting how, how tragic it is as far as relationship. It is really, really sad. Here's your third story for you today. This just happened last night. Look at West Palm Beach police. Are, they have now found this individual, Tony Lamar Love, age 25, suspected of the murder of a woman inside of a vacant house in the 3900 block of Greenwood. Well, guess what? That 39-year, uh, uh, that that young woman has been identified as a 22-year-old Jessica Lachey Exantus of Rivera Beach. This is a young lady who has a three-year-old son, who will never, ever understand what happened to his mother. People, this is a serious subject matter, and yet it's still we dance around it. It's not important enough to talk about in our churches. It's not important enough for us to teach about it in our schools. It doesn't seem to be important enough to get any place on the city hall agenda. It doesn't seem to be important enough for anyone to talk about it. It's a hush-hush matter everywhere, in the hospitals, a nursing home. It's a hush-hush matter, and yet it's still lives are being affected forever inside of these situations. 
We've got to understand, folks, that these are issues that until we speak up and begin to shine a light on it, they continue to happen. They continue to happen in the worst way. You know, it's an interesting thing that when we look back on it now, we have just got through, if you would, I don't know how you even termed this, because uh, it's not a celebration in my opinion, but I think we just uh, we just commemorated the last, I mean, the 20-something, 20-year anniversary uh, of the O.J. Simpson uh, uh, situation there when O.J. was arrested. There's so much that have happened in this country, so much that have happened in this country over the last 20-something years. And yet it's still with all the laws being changed and all the things that have come to pass and all the things that are in place to try to, to, to uh, stop and eradicate this, we continue to see the proliferation of these type of violent acts going on. And the thing that really, really is so troublesome is because of the fact people were not willing to band together and do what we can do at the ground level. You know, I continuously make an appeal to so many from week to week, from day to day. I appeal to so many. If you're not going to get involved, help us do what we do. Help us get involved. Be willing to donate. Be willing to, to donate time, your, your, your talents, your treasure, toward making a difference here. There are so many people that are in key positions to help make a difference in reducing this issue and eradicate this, but many of them are ill-equipped to do so. Many of them have turned their back on the subject matter, and they're willing to eulogize the individual, but they wasn't willing to empower them when they were here. Folks, we cannot have people dying out of sheer ignorance from, uh, by those that are in positions to help them. We have to begin to speak up and to speak out. These are serious subject matters, and I cannot emphasize that enough. These are serious subject matters that are occurring right in our backyard. They're happening in record numbers and record groves, and we must begin to speak out and speak up about these situations. Eric 323-784-9638, that's how you reach us today. Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three. If you have an opinion, a question, please just dial that number. Hit one on the uh, your keypad. That lets our engineer know that you want to come on the air, and we'll bring you on the air. You don't have to give your name, but we're willing because we want to hear your. We want to hear your opinion. We want to get your input. What is it that we must do? What is it that we can do in order to make a difference here? We have to be the ones to stand up. We have to be the ones to sound the alarm because it is continuing to get worse and worse. Everywhere you look, there's a danger of violence in relationships. I'm dealing with people every day, oftentimes right through the pages there on Facebook, and I want to give you those pages again. Domestic violence, it is your business. That is one of our pages on Facebook. Filled with information there as far as resources and where to turn. This is a crucial hour, and we must stand up and speak out against these issues that are going on. People, listen. We understand that evil prevails when good men and good women remain silent. There's been too much of a holy hush from the church. There's been too much of a holy hush from the community, too much of a holy hush from all of our fraternities and sororities. Listen, I don't want to hear your paper answer. I don't want to hear your diplomatic answer about, well, we're doing this and we're doing that. If you're not willing to stand on the front line, if you're not willing to join in the plight, if you're not willing to raise this issue, I'm all for pageantry. I'm all for all 
all those things. But I'm telling you, pageantry will not erase the shame, the hurt, the pain, and the fear that so many young women and young men these days are experiencing at the hand of abusive relationships. The challenge is on, and we must do something about it. Listen, every sign that you put up, every one of your every one of your signs, listen, I'm all for that. But I'm saying, when are we going to do some things that make a difference where it matters? What happens when your sorrow is, is gunned down or killed at the head of our abusive partner, and we were too big of pride and too too big, I mean, we're too involved in trying to look apart, and yet it's still our people are dying because they're suffering up under needless shame and pride. And listen, you're not a sister or brother enough for them to turn to because you're trying to hold them to what you consider an image. When they're dying, they're dying, they're fearful. They're scared. They don't know where to turn. And you're too busy throwing up your signs and going through all those things. Shame on you. You've got to do more. It is incumbent upon us to do more. That young boy who is three years old that lost his 20-year-old, 22-year-old mother last night senselessly will grow up without a mother. Who will stand? Who will make a difference? Erico 323-784-9638. That's how you reach us. Hope and healing, a journey to hold us. You're listening to J.R. Thicklin right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. Listen, if you have a question, a comment, I'd like to get your call in. Listen, we do have a comment coming in. We do have a caller, and we're going to get to that caller right now. Number ending in 3701. Good evening. Caller, you're on the air. Welcome to Hope and Healing, a journey to hold us. Hi, Pastor. How are you? I am doing great. How are you today? I'm fine. This is Angela. Yes. Murderous. Angela, I'm quite sure your phone is burning up, and then all the things that you're that we're seeing happening in just the last 48 hours in our area. We have had at least three homicides that have uh, uh, that a domestic violence homicide that have happened, and I'm just so surprised how how our community can just go on as business as usual. Yes, it is it's very devastating for the community and and the families. I, I, my heart just goes out to them. So young, so young. Absolutely, and we see it happening, and yet it's still there. Doesn't seem to be those that are willing to speak up and to speak out. That's so true. We, we 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 don't we don't have that. I, I'm I'm somewhat disappointed, and this is where I'm disappointed because we have so many you know so many people that are in position to make a difference, but they refuse to make that difference. I'm tired of having churches that are silent, whose doors open on Sunday, but they're deaf to people's problems on Monday. I'm tired of seeing all the colors of all our fraternities and sororities, and I'm not saying I'm against our fraternities and sororities, but we've got to do more. We've got to do more. Angela, what happens when our frat brother, you know, what happens, what do we do with our frat brother when he has committed abuse and he's taken somebody's life? Do we hold him accountable? What do we do when, what do the sisters do when they sorrow, ends up being a victim of this? 
Do we just cover it up, or do we make it? Do we do we carry ourselves in a way that they know that they can reach out to us and come to us without feeling judged and embarrassed and made to feel like they're you know that they've done something wrong? I'm concerned. I'm concerned how the pulse of our community seemingly has not changed, and we see the proliferation of violence. You're talking about a 22-year-old young lady that was stabbed to death last night. Yes. Yeah. Leaving behind a three-year-old kid, 25-year-old nurse there in Vero Beach, body found, killed by the boyfriend. Loxahatchee, young woman killed. Look around us. It's happening, people, in droves. And we seemingly are simply immune to what's going on. And you ask what do we like that? Where do, where, would you, where do we start? I mean, there, there, I mean, at the end of the day, when the names are no longer on the on, in the newspaper, when they're no longer showing clips of them on the news, what do we do? What is it that we do? I know what we do, Pastor, yourself and I. We step in to help these families. And I wish we could get more people to join us because we need help. You know, we go to the entire community, pastors, everybody needs to get involved in this we have to stick together to try to speak all this. You're having an important meeting that's coming up, I believe, either Wednesday, is that right, or Tuesday? Or it's a week, it's an important meeting Wednesday. that's coming up. That's coming up Wednesday. And I'll be at yes. that meeting. And, you know, people, once again, they tend to run behind the fire truck as long as they see the smoke. But long after the smoke has settled, your organization is still dealing with the broken pieces. Your organization is still dealing with the family who's trying to get a grip on what happened. What happened to my baby? What happened to my daughter? What happened to my son? The number of women that you have in your group that have lost daughters and have lost sons, what about the number there that are now raising their grandchildren, Angela? This This is what people don't hear and they don't see. Yes. Yeah, you're seeing right. it. You're seeing it. You, you're seeing grandmothers and grandfathers who thought they were going to enter retirement and enjoy their years only to find themselves now having to raise their grandchildren because their daughter or their sons were murdered. Yes. And it's just it's, it's, People don't understand what these families are going through. You know, they're going to outside looking in. I wish that I can get people to come to my office and see those mothers on that wall. They need to come in and see them. You invite the entire community. Please come visit us. And you actually you, please just keep yourself. It ain't you, around you know, you, you know, Angela, every major sport have what they call a Hall of Fame a Hall of Fame this, a Hall of Fame that, and it's generally reserved for those that have had these outstanding accomplishments and career. But when they come to your office, there's a Hall of Pain. It's a Hall of Pain of these mothers and individuals that have lost their children. It's a Hall of Pain that none of them wish to be 
on that wall. It's a hall of pain that none of them wish to have to experience, and yet it's still they do. And, I, 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 and, I, and there should be a public outrage because people don't understand here is your organization has been there to help support these people, help in many cases. And Angela, you know, I know this because we've been on the scene too many times together, that oftentimes individuals' lives are taken and maybe there's not insurance or by the time you get through the red tape and you've had to help guide them through the process, you've had to help bury them, and even after the after the uh, the funeral is over, this is where the um, the help is most needed. And people walk away as if it's done. Well, I've done my part. I've shown my respect, and I'm gone. But the pain yes. isn't gone from the family. The family still is in need. Their lives are shattered, and they're trying to put it back together. The grandmother who's trying to explain to that grandchild that their mother is gone and won't be back. The grandfather who's trying to get that little daughter to understand why her mother won't be back. These are painful things. And the reality is that, Angela, that if we could get enough prevention, we can reduce some of this. But even after it's happened, where is the bowel of compassion in our communities? Our politicians, they talk a good talk. They talk a good talk. But how many of them have looked back at your organization or my organization and said, listen, I want to help support this. We need to help support this. We don't get that message. And we don't get it because of the fact that literally people see it and they don't see it. Now you yeah. see it, now you don't. you don't. And we've got to do better in terms of that. Area code 323-784-9638, that is the number. You can reach us on area code 323-784-9638. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thickland, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us tonight on this Soul of America radio network. Folks, we have a real serious epidemic that is going on in our society, and that is the fact that we have senseless violence, senseless murders that are happening to too many people. Listen. Lives are being devastated. Families are being torn apart. Children find themselves motherless and even in cases fatherless. And when we have these domestic violence from from malicide where the individual not only kills his victim, the children and themselves leave such a tremendous hole in the very fabric of our community. The reality is what are we going to do today? What are we going to do about it? It is absolutely critical, and I want to say that again. It is absolutely critical that we stand up and that we speak out against this foolishness. It can no longer continue to be this way. Folks, we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to one another, to our neighbors, to our community, to our children. Listen, I watched on the news today as the young son of a young lady, 22-year-old, who was murdered. This kid has no idea. Have no idea. Do you understand me? They have no idea that his mother is gone. Yes. This, 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 this makes no sense. I, let, let, let me share something with you. And I, you know, I've talked about the the cases that just that that oh glory that just have happened here in Palm Beach. 
let me share this with you. I, I'm, I'm at a place called Domestic Violence Crime Watch, and this is uh, this is a good site that gives a lot of the cases that have ended uh, where there's death and things that have happened as a result of domestic violence. Listen to what I'm about to say here. I'm getting ready to name some things. I want you to listen. Watch this. Here are the domestic violence deaths that has been recorded by Domestic Violence Crime Watch from Saturday, June 14th, through Friday, June 20th. So it doesn't even include the cases that I've just named. Watch this. I'm going to call names and I'm going to call the city. So you're ready for it. And you can do your own counting. Watch this. Joyce Goodson, age 34, out of Irvington, Alabama. Leah Fields, age 19, out of Georgia's Township, Pennsylvania. Lance E. Griffel, 36, in Peoria, Illinois. Lori A. Moore, Peoria, Illinois. Okay? So we got a domestic violence... Um, uh, homicide, suicide there. Okay, Brandon McClain, hold up, David Reed Jr., age 38, out of Gaffinsburg, Maryland. Brandon McClain, 34, out of Rowlett, Texas. Francis Harley Gutnick, 52, of Charlotte, North Carolina. Deborah Harrison, 58, out of Plymouth Township, Pennsylvania. Carolyn Joe Smith, 49, Reno, Nevada. Renolta I. Jernigan, 30 years old, out of Chesterfield, Virginia. Watch this. Here's the sad part about it. Here is the mother and her children killed. Watch this. And this is so sad. Alexis F. Kellis, 9, out of Chesterfield, uh, Virginia. Seth Jernigan, age 2, out of Chesterfield, Virginia. Shonda Candy Martin, 38, out of Longview, Texas. Kimberly Rayson, 36, out of Longview, Texas. Bertie Elder, age 70, out of LaPorte, Laporte, Indiana. Joshua Gordon, age 19, out of Louisville, Kentucky. Christopher Choppa, 27, out of Gavison, Texas. Nicole M. Osmond, 29, out of Denman Springs, Louisiana. Jessica Osborne, age 28, of Columbus, Georgia. Ann Kaplan, 74, Farmingdale, New York. Marilyn Abazu, 23, Jersey City, New Jersey. Susan Reynolds Wilkes, 59, out of West Columbia, South Carolina. Navy Thua Vol, 35, Kennesaw, Georgia. Glenda Avales, 28, Falls Church, Virginia. Hannah Swaggart, 36 years old, Ford Township, Pennsylvania. Alexis Anderson, 15, out of Queens, New York. Alex Iliff, Liff, 33, out of Lutz, Florida. Andy Brinso. Brissino Jr., 14, out of, Cariz out of Carrizo Springs, Texas. Ad Adira Brissino, 13, out of Carrizo Springs, Texas. Family members. Nicole M. Sheenan, age 29, out of Westfield, New York. Janko Salters, age 62, out of Highlands Falls, New York. Oh, my God. Louis Michael Tamaro, 31, out of Crossville, Tennessee. I named over 20-something people for you. All lives taken, in this case, due to domestic violence. But people won't be moved by that. People aren't. Out of all those deaths, 22 of them were gun deaths, Four stabbing death, one strangulation death, two beating death, one vehicular death. And two not release. 
and these things happen, and we go on like nothing ever happened. We go on business as usual. We go on. And my heart breaks. People ask me, why do you do what you do? You know, I shared with someone earlier today. I said, you know, my heart hurts. And you'll never hear me talk about being fearful. Because, yes, I believe God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. But let me be quite honest with you. My greatest fear oftentimes is so many young ladies and even young men that find themselves in relationships that have gone abusive. And they try to get out. And that other individual say, you, it's not over until I say it's over. If I can't have you, no one else can. You know, Angela, I know you're still on the line with me. You know, you've seen your share there. There, I know, I know some of your mothers personally there that have lost children due to even domestic violence. Yeah. I've heard different ones talk about how they felt robbed. Because for some of them, they did not know their children was even in an abusive situation. For others, they had implored them and begged them to get out of it. And it turned deadly. You're around them a lot. You know their moods. You know their you you, you know the way they're responding to certain things. Anything you like to share with even those that are listening, and there are plenty of people that are listening. I, I've gone back and I've uh, talked to our producer and everything, and I've, I've learned how to look and read our numbers and read, and I find out that there are plenty of people that are listening. There are plenty of people that go back and listen to this. Angela, you see it happening. I see it happening too often, too often. In my heart tonight, I'm just my heart is just so broken from all this, these three violent deaths that we had today. It's just, it's just so devastating, it's so devastating. And that's, and this is an organization no one wants to join. No one. You know, no, no one looks to be a part of that that fraternity or that sorority at all, right? That's not one that's that we're right. we're looking to be a part of. And yet, it's still too many families found themselves in that fraternity and that sorority. They didn't choose to be, but. Yeah. It chose them because they lost loved ones. You're there, Angela. You you see the family members. You know, they heal after a while, but it's a slow yeah. process. It's a slow process. Yes. You know, Very they've slow. shared the stories with you, the days and nights that they feel so all alone. Yes. Because so many times we think that once the dirt has been put on the grave, that their pain has stopped, but it hasn't. No, it hasn't. And some of the mothers, they can't even sleep at night. They call me. I'm on call 24 hours a day. And some of them call me 2 or 3 o'clock just so I can talk them to sleep. So I know what these firsthand what these families are going through. So I can imagine what the families are going through today. They just got this devastating loss. Senseless. Just too senseless violence in the community. And they need to stop. And, and it happens. And understand, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing to me because I said earlier that we tend to be a community that 
We glamorize that which is pretty and the cosmetics of it. We're afraid to get our hands dirty. You know, a young lady, a young man inflicted by cancer or some incurable disease, and sympathy pours out. Sympathy pours out in a way that is that is amazing. And yet still, when we start talking about abusive relationship and people being trapped, somehow or another, whether we try to or not, you know what happened? We secretly blame that individual that's in that relationship. We do. See, even today, even today, I, as I, the news came out about the young lady who was killed on Greenwood and other things, and people took to Facebook, and there were people that knew this young lady, and there was a, another young lady who, who just last week, who was posting about a friend of hers that lived near her that was in an abusive relationship. And her words was that abuse was real, and abusive relationship is no joke, and she was talking about the fact she had a friend that needed help. And here's the power of it. Only to have another person on her page tell her that there's help out there, professional help out there if she wants it, and she directed her to contact me. That young lady later in the day actually contacted me through Facebook and began to say, I have a friend that's in a situation. How can you help? And I told her I would be more than willing to help. I told her how to reach me. She didn't reach me after the first day. The second day, I reached out to her on Facebook. And um, and then I and then she responded that she was in class and that she would get with me later and she didn't get with me later and then the weekend passes and what happens today I see her comment on the young lady who was killed well immediately I'm thinking prayerfully this is not your friend that we was waiting on you to respond to and when I did that that young lady called and said this isn't the one I was inquiring about but I knew this one as well. Oh. See, there's that but one degree of separation from any of us to somebody that is impacted by domestic violence. One degree of separation. We all know somebody. We all know somebody, even when those are running from knowing that person. There's much work to do. And it will happen when we're willing to stand up, when we're willing to speak out, when we're willing to educate. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm saying this this to this particular audience, and I need your help. In the next few days, you'll begin to hear me begin to post and talk to you about three things that I'm involved in that I'm getting ready to do. Because I believe that we have to empower those who have access to people. And we're going to be looking to do this. I know that we have to get to the heart of the church and the pastors who pastor churches because people come to churches. And that's why I don't understand why there are not enough pastors that are, that are, that are joining and being a part or setting a pointy, a part of organizations like Mothers Against Murderers Association. Why aren't there enough of them that are involved with these type of work? But I want you to hear something. 
I'm going to be making a trip. I've been chosen to go to Nairobi, Kenya in September. Nine days. A group of us from different parts of the country are going to be going there to Nairobi, Kenya, and we're going to spend that time training other about 40 pastors in addressing the issue of domestic violence in their church. Three things I know is that we're going to need prayer, we're going to need support, we're going to need finances. We're going to need those type things. Watch this. There's a culture that is quite different there than it is here. And yet it's still these individuals have made themselves open to receive this type of impact in education. In the next few days, you're going to hear, I'm going to post ways in which you can help support this trip. Our goal is to just raise $5,000. This trip is going to take place in September. So I'm going to need to raise this by, by the end of August. But here's my most important part. I'm not just trying to train pastors in Nairobi, Kenya, and around. We're trying to train pastors and faith leaders right here in the good old U.S. of A., and particularly even here in Palm Beach County, Florida. Why? Because research shows that in a time of crisis, people turn to law enforcement and their faith leaders, number one and two interchangeably. But why turn to a faith leader who might not know how to help address the issue? Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That's how you can reach us. We have about twenty minutes, actually about fifteen minutes worth of airtime left. If you like to come in with a question or a comment, you like to lend that comment a question, please dial Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. Hit number one on your keypad. Number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to come on the air, and we'll bring you on the air tonight. That is how you reach us. And so, as I say to you always, this is your opportunity. This is your opportunity uh, to stand up, to speak out, because it is critical. It is critical, and, uh, and, um, and, and it is critical that you speak up. It's critical that your opinion is heard. I want to know your input, because I'm telling you, this cannot be done by one man or one woman. It has to be done as a community. It has to be done as an army of people. I believe there's an army that is rising up that is willing to make a difference. And if you're part of that today, because I'm telling you that even listening on this call and even someone will go back and play back this call, and I'm telling you, listen, if you miss any of our program, you can simply, if you have, listen, if you have a smartphone, if it's, you have an iPhone, you simply go to your Apple store right there on your, on your phone. Download Soul of America Radio app. When you do that, it will immediately download to your phone, and you're able to open up, go to go to shows, go to studio, a live show that says, or go to shows, and you'll see every show that we've done, not only the show that I've done here with Hope and Healing, but also uh, uh, President and CEO Tony Stallings with the Tony Stallings Show, uh, our, the Faith Show that is on. That is your way that you can always listen to us. If you have an Android phone, whether it be Galaxy, Samsung, or whatever, you can go right to your Play Store. Once again, download Soul of America Radio app. That's what you can do. If you do that, it gives you the ability to always go back and listen to shows, and you can always share those shows with someone else. 
You know, sometimes we want to help people, but we don't know what to say. Sometimes we want to help people, and yet still we're not sure if they'll be receptive. But what a way to be able to just have it right on your phone, turn right to it, and allow them to hear for themselves. That's what's important. Area code 323 that is how you reach us. And I'm going to be right back after this break. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to hold us. This is J.R. Thickland, and I'll be right back. to the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at 323-784-9638. 323-784-9638. This is Thor. Two three seven eight four nine six three eight. You give Jay a call right now. And now back to the show. Somehow or another, I didn't realize that I was I was muted, so I am back on the airway. And those of you that we may have lost in that time, um, uh, we're back on the airway. I had no idea that we were muted at that time. Uh, uh, from the engineers' board and things, we were live, but from the actual um, conversation, we were gone. And so here's the thing, and I, I know that we lost a few callers in that time, but I want you to hear this and hear this well. It's the fact that we have so much work that is to be done. I was saying, and I'm at, at the risk of being redundant, I said earlier one of the reasons why I was so glad to have Angela Williams, the founder and president of Mothers Against Murders Association in South Florida, on the air because she's one of those CEOs that I understand that is there not because of the bureaucratic title and the fanciness of it, 
but I know that she rolls up her sleeves and she's in the trenches to make a difference. We need some people that are going to roll up their sleeves and make a difference. Now listen, we all can roll up our sleeves in different ways. Some of us can roll up our sleeves by being there, by helping to disseminate information, that can be there by helping to um, uh, make sure that uh, you're able to get information to individuals that may need it. They can roll up their sleeves by writing a check and making a donation to organizations such as Mothers Against Murders Association or Destiny by Choice. They can make a difference by lending their support, expertise, lending what resources they have to organizations that are busy in raising this type of awareness. That is what we do. That is how we do it. We do it because of the fact we understand the long-term impact in the lives and the families that are at stake. We need individuals that are willing to step up. We need individuals that are willing to make a difference. I wonder, is that you today? I wonder, what will you do after we've signed off, after we have signed off the air, after we're no longer on tonight? What thoughts will you ponder in your mind as to what is it that you can do? Perhaps you listen today. Perhaps you said, I'm a web designer. I have this expertise. I could help you with some things that could better your website, that could help you get this message out in a greater way. Then you need to reach out to us. Always email us at manofpurpose2000 at gmail.com. That's manofpurpose2000 at gmail.com. You can reach us at our office number, area code 561-439-3145. But whatever you can do, you are needed in this plight against this issue. Families aren't the same. Neighborhoods are not the same. Workplaces are not the same. Classrooms are not the same because there's an individual whose life has been taken or severely, severely injured. And they won't be at that table tomorrow. They won't be at that classroom. Their desk will be empty. because of the tragic issue of abuse. Now, my challenge to you today is to go beyond your convenience. My challenge to you today is to go beyond that which is comfortable and familiar to you. My challenge to you today is to look beyond yourself. Are you willing to make a difference? Listen. Abuse, domestic violence, it's your business. Yes, it is. It is your business. Yeah, I'm talking to you. It is your business. And when you understand that it's your business, then guess what? You can make a difference. You can make a difference because it is your business. Air code 323 you listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is J.R. Thickling, your host. And in the last, in about the last three minutes we really have on this air before we get ready to sign off, I want to give you an opportunity today. If you have a question and a comment, simply hit number one on your keypad. Let our producer know that you have something you want to say. We want to hear what you have to say. Your comment, your opinion is valued here. All you have to do, area code 323 That's how you reach us. And simply hit number one on your keypad. 
that lets our producer know that you want to come on the air. We'll be glad to get you on the air. Challenge you to reach out. Pray for these families that have been impacted by this impact of domestic violence. Children who find themselves motherless and in many cases even fatherless. They become instant orphans. But let you and I, let's make a difference. So get ready to sign off. I encourage you to write us. Manapurpose2000 at gmail.com. And until next week, this is J.R. Sicklin saying, Be safe.
But time 